Hi, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Airing It Out, Files from Leahy's Locker Room. I want to uh, welcome you to the podcast this week. And uh, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, my good friend Mike Macknick for uh, joining us last week. We had some outstanding college hockey talk. Uh, We're all missing sports uh, to a large degree. And uh, having Mike on last week was terrific. Uh, Also, we had Mike Riley with us a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Mike the Sarge Rider from 98.5. So we've had some great guests on. We will continue to have a great guest with us in the future. And uh, I'll tell you that next week we're going to have with us a guy who did the public address announcing at Merrimack College uh, for our hockey games, uh, a guy who uh, just graduated on the dean's list at Merrimack, Ian Beauchene. So uh, we'll uh, chat with Ian next week on the podcast. So We hope you can join us, and uh, this week I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my bucket list for broadcasting, what I'd uh, still like to accomplish, and uh, we'll also touch upon some uh, projects that I'm working on and uh, give you a little bit of a sense of uh, where I am in terms of uh, what's coming up. So I hope you can stay with us. We'll have some great uh, uh, segments and uh, podcasts coming up. Today's podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the number one podcasting app on the market today. With the Anchor app, it's so easy to make a great sounding podcast. And the best part, the Anchor app is free. The Anchor app contains creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. And I did a little bit of editing a couple of weeks ago, so I'm getting up to speed with that. Anchor takes care of distributing your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more places where podcasts are heard. You can also make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. Trust me, everything you need to make a great-sounding podcast all in one place is with the Anchor app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Well, we're going to have an episode today which is going to uh, focus on uh, some of the things that I'd like to accomplish in terms of my bucket list, and uh, there are a few things that uh, I'm focused on uh, working with, and uh, things that I'd like to accomplish. Of course, uh, you feel like in broadcasting, you know, you never really seem to feel like you've accomplished it all. There's always, you know, new things to see and do, and uh, I'd like to just touch on that a little bit today. And the first thing, I guess, on the bucket list is to uh, complete uh, visiting the college hockey arenas that I have not seen or done a game from. Now, as of right now, with the addition of Long Island University, there are now 61 college hockey teams uh, in Division One. I've been to 40 out of the uh, 61, if you will, uh, and... I would like to visit the ones that I haven't done games in yet. Now, of course, I've been to all the Hockey East arenas, but uh, again, for sake of review, I know I touched on this in an earlier episode, but uh, here are the uh, venues that I'd like to see, the venues that I haven't done a game in yet. In Atlantic Hockey, I've been to all of the Atlantic Hockey arenas with the exception of Air Force, which is out in uh, Colorado Springs, uh, Colorado. Uh, I've also, believe it or not, I've never done a game at AIC which is American International College. They're located out in Springfield. And I'll tell you, from my home here, uh, it is closer for me to drive to Springfield than it is to UMass Amherst, which is a a venue that 
I visit every year in Hockey East, but uh, AIC, from what I hear, is a wonderful venue. And uh, I know I talked to Mike Logan, the radio voice of Providence. He was recently out at AIC, and he told me about what a great place that is to broadcast from. So uh, that is a venue that I've never been to. And uh, the other venue in Atlantic Hockey that I've yet to see is Sacred Heart. Uh, of course, Sacred Heart is building a new uh, campus on facility, on uh, campus. And uh, we played Sacred Heart a few years ago at Merrimack, but there was no return trip by the Warriors down there. So uh, Sacred Heart is another uh, venue that I have not been to, but all the other ones I have, including the uh, new arena out at Bentley. We were one of the first teams to play a game in that uh, facility. And uh, it's a very... Uh, outstanding arena to call a game from. So those are the Atlantic hockey uh, venues I haven't seen yet. In the Big Ten, uh, here are the ones that I have not been to. Michigan State, uh, which is in East Lansing. Uh, I've never been there. I've also never been to Ohio State and uh, Penn State as well. Now, the interesting thing about Penn State is that we are supposed to start our 2021 season out there in uh, Penn State. And uh, that trip certainly up in the air with the coronavirus situation going on right now. But uh, I have been to the campus at Penn State. In fact, I've done a lot of baseball games over there as the Lowell Spinners uh, visit State College on a yearly basis. Well, actually, not on a yearly basis, but uh, every couple of years, I'd say. The Spinners, as fact, were supposed to go out to State College uh, this year, July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So... Uh, if the if things hadn't got disrupted, I would have made two trips out to Pennsylvania in the span of uh, just a few months, uh, three or four months. But uh, right now, it doesn't look like I'm going to be going to Penn State uh, for baseball or hockey. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will start on time. If that is the case, uh, then we would uh, visit Penn State. But those are the uh, Big Ten arenas uh, that I still have yet to see. Of course, Notre Dame is in the Big Ten, and we were there uh, as uh, members of uh, Hockey East when we went out there. Notre Dame was a member of Hockey East, and we went out there for a couple of years. So those are the ones I still like to see. In the ECAC, uh, there are a lot of teams in the ECAC, and there are only two rinks in the ECAC I have yet to see. One of them is down in New Haven, Connecticut, Ingalls Arena down at uh, Yale. Now, uh, Merrimack went out to Yale back in uh, 2013, November of 2013, but I had to miss that trip because of a high school reunion, one of the very few games I've missed in my 15 years at Merrimack, but uh, Yale is uh, one of the facilities that I still have yet to see. The other one in the, that conference that I've never been to is Princeton, the Hobie R Baker rink down in Princeton, New Jersey. So I've done games against Princeton in a tournament. In fact, we played Princeton down at the uh, Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, the home of the New Jersey Devils, but in terms of Princeton's rink, I have never been there. So. Uh, all the other ones in uh, the ECAC I have been to, with the exception of those two. In the NCHC, uh, the rinks I have yet to visit are Miami. Now, uh, I believe Miami is on the cycle for Merrimack in the next couple of years. Uh, Warriors uh, might uh, get a chance to visit Miami, so I've never been there. also never been to Omaha. Now, I've seen the arena in Omaha, Nebraska from the outside, uh, but I've never done a game. I believe it's Baxter Arena in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. So I've never been there. St. Cloud State is another rink I've never been to. And uh, I've been to St. Cloud, Minnesota. We passed through St. Cloud on a Merrimack road trip uh, not long ago. Uh, but I've never had the chance to uh, visit 
St. Cloud. And uh, Western Michigan, interesting story with Western Michigan. I've never done a game there, but as uh, many of you know, I worked in Kalamazoo, Michigan for two summers doing baseball with the Kalamazoo Kings. So I've seen Lawson Arena from the outside, but I've never had a chance to go in. So uh, I guess I'm hoping that Merrimack in the future will schedule a game against Western Michigan so I can have my Kalamazoo uh, reunion tour. That would be a lot of fun. But uh, all the other rinks there uh, I've been to, We Colorado Cottage in Denver, uh, did a Colorado road trip a few years ago. Minnesota Duluth, of course, is a beautiful, beautiful rink. And uh, North Dakota uh, went, went there back in, I believe it was 09. First uh, couple of games Mike Macknick and I did together were in North Dakota. And uh, to this day, that North Dakota trip was the only time I've ever been uh, to North Dakota. So that's a look at the NCHC. And the WCHA still have a lot of work to do in that conference. I've never been to Alabama or Huntsville. I've, been to, I've driven through Alabama, but I've never been to Huntsville. And uh, I remember the time we played Alabama-Huntsville, it was down in Nashville, Tennessee in a tournament. Uh, but I've been out to Alaska, uh, did a, a road trip out there. Um, the rinks in that conference I've never been to are Ferris State, uh, which of course is in Michigan. I've never been to uh, Michigan Tech, and uh, I've also never been to Minnesota State or Northern Michigan. So a lot of work to do in the WCHA. Uh, in fact, the Bowling Green is in the uh, WCHA, and uh, that's the first site of the first Division One game I ever did. So a lot of work to do there, and uh, the only independent team is Arizona State, and I've never done a game there either. Uh, Merrimack played Arizona State in their first uh, year in Division I college hockey, but I was at Merrimack. So um, when you add it all up, there are, uh, as of now, 21, I guess, if you include Long Island, uh, there would now be 21 uh, venues in college hockey that I've never visited. And uh, Long Island would be uh, a wonderful place to visit because of all the times I've been in New York, uh, Long Island is one section of New York that I have never been to. So I've always uh, had uh, thoughts about going there. In fact, the last time I was in New York City uh, with the Spinners on an off day, this was last summer, we had a nine-game road trip uh, to Aberdeen, Staten Island, and Brooklyn. We had an off day in between Staten Island and Brooklyn, and I had my car with me, and I was this close, inches close, to making a trip down to Long Island to see that for the first time, but it never materialized. So uh, hopefully that'll be a place that I'll get to visit. But those are the arenas that I st have never done a game in, and uh, hopefully I'll have a chance to visit all of them. And, uh, you know, Penn State, uh, if we start on time, I'll be able to cross Penn State off the list. That is the only new arena that I would be seeing in terms of the uh, 2021 season. So fingers crossed that we could start in October on time. So that's the first thing on my bucket list. Second thing on my bucket list is uh, I'd like to uh, see if I can do more television work in the future. I have done uh, some television work uh, for, well, I did a game on ESPNU. I was a sideline reporter in my first year at Merrimack. Uh, I've done some television work uh, with uh, various entities uh, on the uh, Boston Neighborhood Network. I've had a chance to do some games, uh, hockey and uh, basketball. Also, of course, way back in the day, I got to do some television on the Comcast Television Network. So I had some exposure there, but my goal is kind of to expand my work in that area. And with the proliferation of college hockey games on television now, 
Uh, I'd like to see if I can uh, expand my work in that area. I know Nesson uh, has uh, quite a bit of uh, work that they do with college hockey, and uh, I'd like to dip my toe into that pool. Uh, I'd like to be able to uh, to uh, lend my experience to that particular medium. I know uh, a lot of my colleagues in Hockey East uh, have been on Nesson. They're outstanding. Mike Logan, uh, Mike Murphy, uh, Rob Rudnick. A lot of the play-by-play uh, -play guys in the league uh, have had experience uh, with Nesson. And uh, it is my goal in the future, whenever that happens, uh, to try and uh, get myself involved in that end of the operation. So um, we'll see what happens in that regard. Uh, I, um, I am very much interested in that end of the operation, and uh, that's uh, something that I'd like to pursue in the future. So television work certainly is on the list. Uh, another, uh, I guess, less tangible goal is to uh, win a championship. That's what, uh, that's what I uh, search for every year. Came very close to winning my first championship in anything uh, last September with the Lowell Spinners. Uh, when uh, the Spinners made it to the New York Penn League Championship Series against the Brooklyn Cyclones. And uh, Lowell had a 3-2 to two lead in the seventh inning of Game 3. The Spinners were just eight defensive outs away uh, from a championship. But it was not to be, as uh, Brooklyn rallied with two runs uh, in the bottom of that seventh inning to go on to win by a score of 4-3. Uh, to three. But I have been to three championship series in baseball in minor league baseball, and uh, I've been on the losing end of all three. In fact, I tallied this up last night. I have done nine championship games in my career in uh, baseball, and my record as a broadcaster in championship games is one and eight. So not a good uh, winning percentage there. The, the first game uh, that I, the first and only game I've ever won in a championship series as a broadcaster was game two in Brooklyn last September when the Spinners won to even up the series, won to give me peace. But uh, when I was with the North Shore Spirit, the final year of that franchise, uh, the Spinners lost to the Nashua Pride in the championship series, getting swept three games to none. And then I went to the championship series the very next year, my first year in Kalamazoo with the Kings, and uh, they played the Windy City Thunderbolts in the championship that year, which is a team in the Chicago area. And because of massive floods, in the Kalamazoo area. We had to relocate the entire series to Windy City. And uh, the uh, Thunderbolts, uh, we, we played all three games on their field, and Windy City swept them. So uh, that made my uh, overall record 0-6 as a broadcaster, and of course, the, uh, in championship games. And then we had lost two out of three in Brooklyn. So it's 1-8 and eight, uh, as a broadcaster in championship games. So uh, uh, winning a championship certainly would be wonderful. The closest I've ever come in hockey was... Back in that magical 2010-11 season with Merrimack when uh, the Warriors went to TD Garden and uh, defeated UNH in the first round, uh, the semifinal game, and then lost to Boston College in the uh, championship game. Merrimack went to the national tournament, and uh, of course that's the only time I've been to the national tournament as a broadcaster, and the Warriors lost to Notre Dame in the first round, losing in overtime, and uh, that ended their season. So uh, winning a championship is something that we all strive for as a broadcaster, came very, very close last September, and that itch uh, continues to drive me and motivate me. So that's certainly on the bucket list. Another thing I'd like to uh, do more of is teaching and mentoring. And uh, I've had the good fortune to do some teaching at uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, which is my uh, broadcasting alma mater. Um, 
when the campus was located in Wellesley Hills, I had a chance to do some uh, teaching as a guest instructor there. And, uh, you know, sports is something that uh, is, is high on their curriculum, and it's always a joy and a, a thrill for me to go back and uh, teach and mentor uh, people that are interested in the industry. And I always pride myself on keeping myself available for anybody who has questions, whether it, it's by email or whether we happen to be face-to-face uh, -face in person. Uh, it, it's wonderful to be able to impart knowledge and uh, see the growth and success of our industry. So uh, I'm looking for more opportunities to teach and mentor, and uh, that is uh, something that uh, I hope to accomplish when I'm not actually on the air broadcasting a game. One of the things I'm also passionate about is advancing uh, the cause for women in sports broadcasting. I think that uh, there are uh, some outstanding women sportscasters out there who uh, deserve the chance to, you know, be able to uh, have success in this industry. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had a chance to talk to several of them, and it's always uh, wonderful to see the, the passion and the drive that uh, they bring to the booth. And uh, I'm always an advocate for women in the industry. I, I think it's uh, something that we need more of. Uh, one particular individual that I've uh, had a chance to talk to online is a woman named uh, Chantal Dabdoub. She's out in uh, Denver, Colorado. And uh, she is very involved with sports. I know she had her own podcast, um, Sports and Skirts. And uh, she continues to uh, strive to be very active in the sports industry. And uh, so I wanted to give her a quick plug. But, uh, you know, I've, I've had a chance to talk with her, and, and I'm certainly willing to uh, help her along in her, her uh, career any way I can. Uh, but uh, anyway, I think it's very important, and uh, I think that this is a cause that uh, I've always been dedicated to, and I'll continue to be dedicated to it, uh, the ad, uh, the uh, uh, advancing of women in sports. So that's something certainly on the bucket list I'd like to continue. I'd like to also see if there's a way to incorporate my love for music into sports somehow. And uh, one of the things that I talked with uh, the radio station about, and the Lowell Spinners uh, for that matter, uh, I came up with the suggestion of perhaps playing music during rain delays, a live music at the ballpark. And it's something that's never been done before. And I had that in place uh, for this upcoming season. But, of course, with the virus, uh, that uh, put a monkey wrench in the plans. But uh, I addressed this issue with the radio station and uh, also with the ball club. And, and, you know, everybody seemed to be on board with it. And I just thought it would be a nice alternative, you know, instead of throwing it back to the radio station for, uh, uh, you know, recorded music, you know, perhaps I can... Uh, use my my love for music and kind of translate that and kind of bring it into the the sports world and, and kind of uh, infuse that and you know my uh, goal is to bring my ukulele to every event from now on because uh, you never know when uh, it's going to be used so you know it, it could have come in handy last year in December when we were up at UNH uh, we could have had some live music on the air and of course we didn't realize that there were going to be ice compressor problems at the Whittemore Center but uh, I, I guess, you know, you got to be prepared for any situation. I think uh, if there's a way for me to incorporate my love for music into my sports broadcast, I think that would be a unique little niche. And uh, so I've already begun thinking about that process. And if we do wind up coming back to play baseball this year, 
uh, certainly we will, uh, you know, investigate that. And uh, like I said, I think all the pieces are in place, and, and I think that uh, that's something that would be a lot of fun. So that's certainly on the uh, bucket list. Along the lines of teaching and mentoring, um, I'd also like to investigate possibly doing something along the line of uh, sportscaster camps, you know, where you have, uh, you know, interested people interested, young people interested in the sportscasting industry. And, you know, we can do lectures and hands-on uh, uh, training and hands-on uh, reps as far as play-by-play uh, in -play and sportscasting. The amount of interest I've seen in the younger generation with sportscasting has really been uh, off the charts. And I think uh, it's, that's another wonderful area of being able to reach out and teach and mentor and kind of gauge the excitement and keep the excitement going with the younger uh, generation. So uh, it's been a concept that has been done successfully in the past. I know STAA, Sportscasters Talent Agency of America, does many uh, events uh, like that. In fact, they do what's called a broadcasting retreat where uh, they invite people uh, out to uh, San Diego where the business is uh, uh, headquartered and uh, they just, uh, you know, kind of isolate themselves and completely immerse themselves in sports broadcasting. And I like that idea a lot. And uh, I think that uh, it's something that could be met with a lot of success. So that certainly is on the bucket list. And uh, another way to, to keep active while these games are in hiatus. Uh, I just uh, wanted to also update folks on, uh, you know, what's what's new and uh, what, I, what I've been working on. Um, I've also uh, uploaded... Uh, updated, I should say, my website, my personal website, which is at johnrlahey.com. And on the website, I'm touching on uh, projects that uh, I'm working on in the future. One of those projects, uh, of course, is open mic nights. I'm going to be updating uh, my website as to all the times I'll be uh, lined up to play music in the future, whether it's online or, or in person. So uh, that has been updated. And uh, there is a space on the website, um, I believe it's the uh, upcoming projects, what's new section of the website, uh, where you can look in and, and see what I'm up to. I'm also uh, restarting my media conversion service, which is uh, a service which converts old media like cassette tapes and uh, videotapes, VHS videotapes, and also mini discs. Uh, we're, we're in the process of Getting that restarted, in fact, it started right now. You can go on the website and find out more about uh, what we're doing with that. But uh, if folks have old media, uh, I encourage them to uh, contact me and uh, we can get that old media transferred to new media so uh, you can play them on your computer or uh, on your personal music uh, player. And, uh, you know, it, it's great to, to preserve those old memories. You know, the old formats... Uh, uh, they um, they deteriorate over time, so it's important to preserve those memories. So I encourage you to stop by my website, johnrlahey.com, and you can find out more about the, the Media Conversion Service, which is uh, running and up for business uh, right now. And uh, in terms of the upcoming music, uh, I'll be on Facebook Live next Thursday, June 25th, and I'll be promoting that in the next day or so. And uh, also... Uh, I will be doing my next open mic on August 19th up at Area 23 in Concord, New Hampshire. 
And it, it's with great sadness, too, by the way. We aren't talking about music. It's with great, great sadness that I, I mentioned that the um, open mic venue in my hometown of Stoughton, Mass., has closed its doors permanently. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, my good friends Leo and Sandra Fay, who uh, ran the House of Brews for, well, it was since 2013, so they were in business for almost seven years. And, you know, every Thursday night they had uh, open mic night, and uh, I was a big part of that. Uh, and uh, for, for a while there, I was going on a monthly basis, uh, and I kind of uh, adjusted my schedule around uh, baseball and uh we had uh, a lot of fun times in that facility, and sad to hear that they're closing their doors permanently. So uh, that is one less place that I'm going to be able to play. But the Area 23 in Concord, New Hampshire, uh, is a place that uh, I've grown very fond of. Have a lot of friends that uh, stop by, and uh, we'll be there on August 19th, which is a Wednesday night. And uh, of course, on the Facebook Live, it'll be. Uh, June 25th. And uh, along those lines, I'm also uh, getting my feet wet with songwriting. Uh, I'm working on a song right now. In fact, it's pretty much done. And uh, I'll be uh, putting the finishing touches on that and, and hopefully, uh, you know, getting that off to be copyrighted and then we'll, uh, we'll share it with the world. And uh, I, I won't uh, divulge too much about it, but uh, I'm I, right now, but it's, it has to do with uh, the loss of uh, broadcasting, uh, the loss of baseball due to COVID-19. And uh, I wrote the lyrics to the song in, in less than two hours. So uh, I added the music the next day. So um, we're, we're pretty much all set with that song. And uh, I, I won't spill the beans too much uh, on that. But uh, that is, uh, that's part of the bucket list as well. I'd like to be more involved uh, with the music uh, as a sidelight and uh, seeing, you know, if I can uh, converge that with sports somehow. So those are some of the things that uh, I have on my bucket list. Uh, I, I love adding pins to my map. I have a map of the United States on my wall and I have uh, push pins uh, in each particular state, which uh, shows where I've been and in terms of broadcasting all the different sports and also where I've been in terms of vacations and everything. And of course, adding Hawaii will be great. That'll be my 50th state. Uh, I've been to 49 out of the 50, so I'm looking forward to getting to Hawaii on vacation. No sports to broadcast there, but uh, that's strictly a vacation state. But uh, I'm always looking to add new states uh, to um, my college hockey work. There aren't too many more states uh, that are left for me to add. There are arenas uh, left to add, but not too many states. I think the only states I have that I could add to the map are, would be states like Arizona, uh, Nebraska, Alabama. And, uh, you know, they're talking about maybe putting a team in Illinois as well. So I've never done hockey there. So, uh, again, travel is such a big part of sports broadcasting. It goes hand in hand. And, uh, that's the fun part of it. It's the tiring part of it, uh, no doubt about it, but it's certainly fun, and uh, that, that's a big part of the bucket list. So I hope you've enjoyed uh, this uh, chat about uh, the bucket list, and I'm sure there'll be more things that I add to this list as time goes on, but I just wanted to give you a little peek at uh, what I hope to accomplish in the future and uh, what uh, some of my future dealings will be.
about. Just a quick reminder that today's podcast has been brought to you by Anchor, the number one podcasting app on the market today. With the Anchor app, it's so easy to make a great sounding podcast. And the best part, the Anchor app is free. The Anchor app contains creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. Anchor takes care of distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more places where podcasts are heard. You can also make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. Trust me, everything you need to make a great-sounding podcast all in one place is with the Anchor app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Uh, Once again, I want to remind you that next week, I'm going to be joined by Ian Beauchene, Uh, He did the public address announcing for Merrimack College Men's Hockey. Ian has a great uh, podcast uh, himself called Title Town, and I've had a chance to uh, step in and be a guest on that show. Ian uh, does a tremendous job uh, with his podcast, so if you haven't heard uh, Title Town Takes, I believe that's the full uh, name of it, Title Town Takes, uh, please check that out. And also, if you haven't had a chance to check in and listen to the previous episodes I've done here on the podcast. I really encourage you to uh, go back and check out anything you might have missed. We've had some great guests on. We've talked to the voice of the New England Patriots, Bob Sosi. We've had some uh, fine college hockey play-by-play men uh, on, Mike Murphy, Mike Logan. Uh, We've had Bernie Corbett with us, Mike Macknick. We're going to continue talking to some college hockey people uh, down the road and uh, whoever else we can get to come on on the podcast. So, There's been a lot of great topics that we've discussed, and uh, we've also had some great guests, and we're going to continue with the theme on a weekly basis. So uh, I want to thank you for tuning in, and uh, be with us again next week. As I mentioned, uh, joining us will be Ian Beauchene, who just graduated from Merrimack, and he was the public address announcer at uh, Merrimack College for Merrimack Hockey last year. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Kind of a short episode today. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, stay safe out there, everybody, and we will see you next week.